are listening to Dunson on Radio Free Brooklyn. The thoughts and opinions expressed here may not be those of Radio Free Brooklyn. They may not even be our own. We just say shit. And if you'd like to say shit too, you can send an email to dunsonstorytelling at gmail.com and say shit at a future episode or at a future date. But if you might know my number, I guess you could just psychically know this is happening and call us. Anyway... With us in the virtual studio is JJ. Hello. Hi, everyone in the out and out there in the virtual world. Awesome. Um, We're doing something very different today. We are. We're not going to talk about it. We're not even going to say what it is, but we're not going to talk about it. So we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. What have you been up to lately, JJ? Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I've been working on my second album. And um, I had like the biggest ro- uh, mental block, uh, pre- uh, writer's block, um, for a while. And, um, and uh, but I finally, you know, because I've been home a lot. <laughs> Yeah, because of the topic we're not talking about. Don't even um, fucking reference it, JJ. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. Well, so you've been, been home, home a lot. lot. I get it. I've been home a lot. Yeah, I've been home a lot. And so, um, yeah, I, I finally sort of like broke through. I, I, I started, I had a few pieces, like a line here, a phrase here and there. Um, and, you know, I was trying to build the song from there. And it took a while. It took a couple of months of me just kind of like mentally working it through, and then finally, um, you know, it it got finished, and it got finished like in a matter of like uh, like days, I think. And I uh, I finished three songs, and um, working on a fourth song, uh, I'm still sort of kind of tinkering with oh five songs. Uh, the fourth song, I'm sort of still tinkering with. Like, you know, the lyrics, um, the the musical backing of it, I need uh, the help of my uh, musicians to sort of kind of create the music track so that I could, you know, sing on top of that. And I still don't really have a sense of the melody yet. Um, it's a blues song, or I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to write a blues song. Apparently, I'm not... I'm not really good at writing a blues song, but for some reason I'm very enamored with the blues song. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to write something that I don't know really how to write. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, and uh, and I wrote a fifth song actually, um, and uh, I can't tell if it's good or not. It's the first song in Korean that I wrote. Is it Ever. Korean for sticky hands? Huh? What? Is it Korean for sticky hands? Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have to write a sticky hands song. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, okay, that'll be my sixth song. It's not going to be part of the album because it doesn't fit the theme. But, uh, yeah, I have to write a sticky hands song. It could be, like, Should I? at the end of the album. Should you what? What were you going to say? Like, after all the songs, the extra track. What were oh. you going to say? Uh, no, I was wondering, like, hey, maybe I should make that into a blues song. <laughs> Sticky hands? Yeah, it could work. 
my hands are so damn sticky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could work. Because, um, you know, there, there's this sort of bluish, I call it a blue song. You know, it's the open mic blue song. Um, and uh, I asked Jody, like, is that a blue song? And he's like, no, you kind of hint at it. Like really? <laughs> so apparently, I don't, I'm not quite hitting those blues notes. Huh. Um, yeah, it's so you kind of have to hit the notes in the blues scale, and um, and I'm not quite doing that in my melody. And um, so, uh, well, anyway, the open mic blues has been sort of my um, my uh, ending song. Um, of my of my live performance set, and because I just like ending it with that song because it's you know it's kind of funny and it's a little upbeat, and also it has you know an instrumental bridge where you know each musician they sort of you know do their solos and it's a good way to sort of you know say hey so and so kind of like point to them, um, acknowledging them, and so it just makes a nice finale song. Um, and I think blues songs in general, because it lends itself well to like you know the instrumental bridge. So yeah, so yeah, sticky song. I think I'll, I'll turn <laughs> that into a blues song. Maybe that'll yep. be your new closer. Yeah, that would be that would be kind of funny because it's kind of it's nice to end it on a light note, you know? Yeah. On a fun note, yeah. Yeah, like your song about how uh, I'm fine with breaking up with you, but I miss your dog. Or at least that's what I took from one of your songs. Oh, that one. Yeah, I only sing that once in public, actually. <laughs> yeah, but it hit me yeah. the most. <laughs> that's... Well, that's because that's because you like dogs. <laughs> yes. It's real. I like. I dated a guy that, that I missed his dog. I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to see that dog again. Yeah, I can't remember that dog's name right now. So maybe, maybe yeah. it really was the guy. <laughs> like I want to say his name was Chewy, and like it's hard for me to process that his name is Chewy because Chewy is now where I order my food. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, you. Why got does that sound familiar? What Chewy? Wait, is that a? Yeah, is that a restaurant name? I'm sorry. Did I say I order my food or my dog's food? Oh, oh, you said my food. Yeah, that okay. was my fault. I don't order food for myself from Chewy. I order Trixie's food. I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, com. Correct. Not that we need to plug them or anything. I'm having trouble with yeah. them. Um, I may need to change up my whole dog's order. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. Well, the Korean song is not a song about my sticky hands, um, but uh, I will write a separate song about my sticky hands. So now you're <laughs> writing a song in Korean, right? Not the Korean song that you sang at one of the concerts or, or shows I saw. No. So, yeah, that Korean song, that's Arirang, um, is my own rendition of, it's a, it's a very old folk song. Um, like 500 years old or, or something like that. Um, no, I don't think anyone really knows exactly where it originated, but there's like uh, hundreds or thousands of different versions. And 
in, you know, different regions, they sing it differently and, you know, whatever. So I was researching, so I was Googling and, you know, researching for like different versions of Arirang and found a few versions. Um, actually, the, the uh, currently popular uh, boy band, Korean boy band, BTS, they have their own version too. <laughs> And um, yeah, a lot of lot of Korean artists like sort of they do their own renditions and stuff. So anyway, so I found different versions and I, I kind of like did a mashup of um, different versions. Also, you know, put my own spin on it, and um, and I do it in a different time signature than uh, than the uh, traditional version. So uh, the arrangement is mine. Um, and the but the lyrics and the melody well some of the melody I sort of made up too but anyway yeah so that yeah that's that song that um you know I sang last year I think yeah last year uh, this is a an, a an original song by me uh, but it's the lyrics are written in Korean and it's kind of like a sort of folk pop kind of style. Um, Kind of like maybe 70s or 60s kind of feel to it, maybe. Um, yeah. Okay. The, yeah, the music part is like, uh, I was telling my guitarist, uh, Sebastian, to um, to kind of play the, his guitar, you know, his sort of spin on, on you know, my demo. And, um, and I said, well, this is the kind of feeling that I want. Like, you know, imagine a little girl frolicking through a meadow that's <laughs> very sunny very happy very you know frolicky kind of that kind of feel um yeah for your song like he's gonna do the music and 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 you're coming up with the lyrics or you're working on it together oh um so what i do is for for the recording i have him record the guitar because uh, my guitar skills are not really that good. Because, um, you know, when you're recording, it has to really be perfect. And um, and so what I do is I'll, I'll write the chords and I'll write the melody and the lyrics. So this is my song. I write it. I compose it. Um, but then, so I'll do like a home version demo of it. So I'll just record it on my phone. And then I'll either send it to, you know, Jody, my uh, producer, or Sebastian, my guitarist, and I'll send it to them like, okay, here, this is what you're going to base it off of. Um, but, you know, play your instrument and, you know, come up with the other instrumental tracks based on, you know, this, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of so like the bones. It starts with, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, based on my demo recording, I mean, I call it demo recording, it's really not a demo, I just record it on my phone. Um, you know, it, when we're doing it in person, though, you know, um, I'll just play it for them, and then they'll get the feel of, you know, what it sounds like and stuff, and then I'll also add some, like, explanations as to, like, sometimes what the song is about or what kind of feel of the song that I want. Um, and then, you know, they'll also have their own ideas. And so, you know, and so we kind of collaborate in terms of actually producing the music part of it. Um, so the music production part, that is very much collaborative. 
um, you know, and a lot of the ideas actually come from Jody, um, who produces it, because, you know, there's the guitar tracks, piano tracks, but also sometimes he adds percussions or, you know, uh, strings or, you know, other things uh, to the song. So that whole arrangement uh, is done by him. And how much of that is you, is him just kind of like running with it? Like, here's what I feel like I'm going to add this instrument. And how much of it is yeah. like, can you add this instrument? Um, yeah, um, a lot. I would say maybe 80, 20, 80% him, 20% me. Um, so like, I often don't have specific ideas about instruments. I'll just you know, my input is more like, well, this is kind of how I want it to sound, but in general, um, or sometimes he'll come, you know, and say, oh, sometimes I won't have a clear idea, and, you know, after listening to, you know, me singing it, he'll say, oh, what do you think about this, you know, taking this approach, or that approach, um, and then, you know, I'll say, you know, yes or no, or I don't know, if I'm ambivalent about anything, uh, or, you know, I really have no idea. He'll just kind of run with it, and then he'll say, hey, okay, let me just, you know, do something, and then and then you'll, you'll tell me if you like it or not, right? So that happens a lot, actually. Nice. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, I think, you know, the first album, I would say a lot of it, he had, I think, more to do with it in terms of um, the overall sound of the album, you know, of the different songs uh, than I had. And I think the more I work with him, the more I become comfortable with the process. And also, uh, I think I, I become more confident in terms of, like, um, how I want the songs to sound. Um, yeah, so the the first song I wrote for my second album, I actually performed at the last show. That was the opening show. Um, that one, you know, it was it was like, oh, you know, just let's just play. Um, I want a bluesy feel to this, so you know, we you know just kind of all play the guitar. I don't know how to do a blues rhythm, so I just you know strum it. Um, you know, Jody kind of added a sort of a blues rhythm to it, and then uh, Austin did a lot of uh, blues licks. Um, and uh, so it sounded bluesy, and then, but then when it came to actually, you know, returning to the studio and, and doing it, I decided, like, you know, I don't want it that fast. I want it sort of like laid back kind of blues, almost jazzy blues, but we ended up going not with jazzy blues, but more like New Orleans, um, what is it called? Uh, ah, something blues. Oh man, I want to say like Cajun or Creole, but I'm not right. Yeah, like, kind of Creole. No, no, not swing. Not uh, jambalaya. Something. That's something else, right? <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's a dish. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, trying. What is it called? <laughs> yeah, no, it's called. There's Chicago blues, there's, you know, Texas blues, there's different kinds of blues. Bayou and blues. The, uh, yeah, I don't think it's called Bayou blues. What but is it, it called? Could be. Oh, darn it. Um, 
Maybe it's called New Orleans Blues. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's called something. I forget. Yeah, so he sort of added that kind of feel to it, which I kind of like, actually. It, it ended up coming out really nice. Um, yeah, but in terms of the tempo, I definitely wanted a little more like laid back because uh, at the performance, we did it kind of fast. Uh, which one? The mm -hmm. last show you did? Uh, the last show that you were not the live show. Uh, the the live stream show, not the one in Brooklyn. The one before that. Okay, so I think I missed that. It wasn't it. Don't tell Mama, right? Because like, I definitely went to. Yeah, that. you were there. Okay. No, you were there. Yeah, yeah. You you posted on uh, Frog Cam and everything. Frog Cam. Then we'll call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Ribbit cam. Yeah, it works. <laughs> so uh, have, have you been doing anything crazy now that you've got all this time on your hands? Uh, watching a lot of stuff. Rewatching a lot of stuff. Um, I just I just watched the entire series of Downton Abbey again. <laughs> all right, solid. <laughs> have you seen Tiger King yet? Tiger King? What's that? Oh, it is. Do you have Netflix? Yeah. Then watch it uh, and get back to me. We'll talk about uh, it on uh, next month's episode. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Um, Tiger King. Yeah. I, uh, I decided that I wanted to trim my hair a little. Mm -hmm. And then I wound up taking almost all of it off. Like, not all, but it's, like, uh, above the shoulder. Wow. Yeah. Wait, you did or you didn't? I you did. thinking about it? I cut my hair yesterday, last night. Really? Wait, how short is it now? Above the shoulder. shoulder, yeah. I look like, really? um, like Professor Snape or Trent Reznor. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I was supposed to go for a haircut, um, and then it just never happened. I yeah. never got around to it, and now I'm not going to be able to for a little while. So I was like, you yeah. know what? This hair is driving me nuts. I'm going to just try and trim it. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And I don't know why I went so bananas with the scissors, but I did. And then <laughs> I tried to even it, and it's still not even, and I'm going to cut more. And we'll see how much hair is left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At the you know what, though? Don't go so short that you can't put in a ponytail because that, you know, putting something in a ponytail is a great way to, like, hide unevenness yeah. in the hair. Yeah. So don't go so short that you can't do that. Yeah. No. Um, so here's a story, mm -hmm. hair story. So when I was in high school, um, I had I had a pretty short haircut. Um, it was it was short, and then you know, like sort of on top, it was a little longer, so I could like pluck it up if I wanted to, whatever. And um, and one time, uh, I just wanted to trim it, and you know, I didn't want to go to like the salon or anything, um, probably because I didn't have any money, <laughs> and so. So I said, oh, okay, I'm going to trim it. And um, we used to have this comb that has razor blades in it. So you could kind of like brush and, and sort of, yeah, it's a, it's a you know, it, 
it's specifically a comb to trim your hair. You know, you just kind of brush so that you kind of like trim the ends of it. Is now, it for eyebrows? You know, no, no, this is for hair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, special combs that you could do that. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's for people with shorter hair. You can't really do that with long hair. I mean, I guess you could, but it'll be more like a sewing act, sawing action at that point. Uh, so if you have short hair, you could, you know, and you just need a trim, you just use that comb because it has blades in it. And you could just do it lightly and it'll trim. Uh, but of course, you know, I didn't know how to use it because it's my first time using it. <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, you're supposed to do it lightly, but I dug it in a little too deep. And so I ended up with like a, you know, a hole, like, you know, like a big hole on the side of my, like where your temple is. Oh. And um, yeah, and so it's like a white patch, you know, you could see the scalp. I mean, you know, I didn't do it so deeply that I actually, you know, cut my scalp. But, you know, it was like, I had a little bald spot on the, on the temple of my, on my head. And I'm like, but I had short hair, so it's not like you could cover it. Um, so I'm like, okay, what do I do? Uh, so I wore like a headband. Um, yeah, solid, to, solid you know, move whenever you don't have hair that's working. Yeah. Anywhere. You just cover it with a headband. Or well, even if you're balding, I've seen 80s. it. This was in the 80s, right? Uh -huh. So you could get away with it back then because, <laughs> you know, people wore headbands back then. <laughs> and, and, uh, Note so, to self, and I didn't stop wearing headbands. I didn't, and I didn't have a headband. So what I did was I took a sleeve. I cut a sleeve off of one of my shirts, like, I don't know, maybe a T-shirt or something. And I rolled it up, you know, so that it looks like a headband. Um, and I used, you know, a black shirt. So, you know, I have black hair. So it kind of, like, blends it and you can, you know. <laughs> so you thought. But I had to wear that. I had to wear that every day, you know. Until until that ball spot grew out, you know, and um, most of the time, you know, and then, you know, uh, on top of the headband, I kind of like, you know, um, use gel and hairspray to spike up my hair a little bit, give it some volume. Um, yeah, and I, I almost got away with it. It was just at one point, maybe like during the second week, one of my classmates, he he or she, I can't even remember, kind of commented, like, hey, you've been wearing a headband, like, every day <laughs> for a couple of weeks now. What's oh. the deal? <laughs> I know. And uh, I really didn't want to get into it, so I just said, oh, I don't know. I just kind of like it. And it's like, okay, whatever. And they just shrugged it off. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Was it the same one? Was it smelling? Was this an intervention? Do you still have it? Do you have pictures of it? I want to know everything. What happened to the other sleeve? I have no pictures. Um, I think I did wear the same one. Um, I probably washed it at some point, like after a couple of days or something. Who knows? I don't know. I, I just don't know. Um, yeah. What was your other question? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have any pictures. I don't have pictures. Uh, I don't have, I don't think I have any pictures of me uh, growing up. Weird. Why? Um, I'm not really good about keeping pictures. So your family um, collected them and you tossed them out like a monster? 
No, I don't think I tossed them out. I think I just don't have them. Either I don't have them or I lost them or something. Um, I also didn't keep like photo albums. I think maybe my my sisters may have, you know, uh, have some of my pictures, um, you know, in their photo albums. Maybe I don't know. I don't know where they all went. Okay, so it exists. You just don't personally possess it. A lot of it also may just be lost, you know, in the process of moving from, you know, one place to another. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, my mom has a lot of stuff and then I also have a lot of stuff. Everybody in my family, we have a lot of pictures and I have, I just went through my pictures recently because I had a friend who was sick and, uh, I wanted to send him, you know, pictures of him when he was like, when we first met and we're hanging out and I tried to find video too, uh, to get him to see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I know that my baby pictures, um, you know, there are a few of them that in, you know, either my mother's, you know, family photo albums or my sisters. Uh, but I don't personally have any. Um and I think, you know, any picture growing up they're usually like pictures with other members of the family. I think I have very few where it's just me. Um, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know where they all are. Now, here's the thing. Since, you know, the invention of digital photography, uh, you know, I now, in in the cloud, in iCloud, I have over 70,000 pictures. <laughs> I don't even know what yeah. I have. How do you even get that number? Or are you making that I, up? No, I let me see. I could look it up my phone right now. Yeah, because I definitely I don't know the number, but I know it's obscene. And speaking of obscene, it's also tied to like my Google, um, Nest or whatever it's called, Home. So it'll share pictures that are on the cloud, which could be mm-hmm. anything at any given moment. Which sometimes is not appropriate at all. Wait, um. Like publicly accessible or accessible just to you? God, I hope not. No, um, there is a <laughs> thing in my home that will display photographs. It also plays mm-hmm. music when I tell it to. Like I'll say, hey, Google, do this thing. Um, uh-huh. For example, if anybody's listening right now, hey, Google, play Fade Into You by Mazzy Star on Spotify. So mm-hmm. now somebody listening to this, I wonder if they're listening to this on Google, will it? unlisten to this episode <laughs> we'll find out message me guys tell me what happened with your google listening to this episode message done sun storytelling at gmail.com it is d-u-n-n-s-u-n and i'm sure you can spell story telling uh but if you can it's s-t-o-r-y-t-e-l-l-i-n-g at gmail.com and let me know what your google uh wh- whatever your google devices whatever it did but yeah so mine has a screen you can walk through it it's in the like closet area closet room and uh it'll just display images like whatever images are on my phone no matter how appropriate or inappropriate it might be (laughs) oh speaking of inappropriate so uh not my current phone uh at some some previous uh, version of phone that I had 
um, I actually lost it. Uh, and this is before I realized I, I learned the value of locking your phone with a passcode. Um, Oof. I lost my phone and on it, and this is before I was thinking with the cloud and, and everything else, I on it were over 4,000 photos. A lot of it <laughs> were, shoot, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. Say it. Um, a, lot of, a lot of it were, um, I don't know, I had this thing about taking photos of my then boyfriend. And, um, you know, without clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the guy who I, whose dog I missed that we mentioned earlier in the episode, um, I have a dick pic of his dick <laughs> that I've sent to Faceboy and I've had to ask for it back because I thought like my phone erased it and I was like, no. I actually didn't miss his dog. I didn't want to say it was his dick because that would be inappropriate. But it was. It was it was his dick. I can't even remember his dog's yeah. name. Yeah. Well, and you know, because I didn't I didn't sync it with any any cloud service, it's you know, all those phones were only on that device and it's completely I didn't and I had not downloaded it to my computer and so it was only on that device. So if anyone ever came across that device and decided to like charge it up and open it because it was unlocked, they could open it and they could find all the photos. Now, I mean that that's that's one thing. But the other thing is because the phone's unlocked, you know, there's also a lot of other data. Um, like, you know, my address book and all kinds of things. So hopefully either uh someone did come across the phone and decide to wipe out the data and sell the device, or I don't know. Maybe they sold <laughs> the images separately. Or well, the thing is, there's a lot of my personal data on it. It's you know, it's it's like, well, so far though, I haven't really come across any um, weird know, Christmas any cards. Reaches. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it's good. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, I actually don't want to think about it because it's like, uh, well, it's the digital age, man. Yeah, you, you're you can be so exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a fact. That is yeah. why I, I don't. I think there was a period of time where I needed to learn the lesson of, you know, when you get a text message and you can see all the words um, in preview versus you get a text message and it just says iMessage. Yeah. Or whatever your yeah. device is. Um, so, yeah, I, I had like an inappropriate relationship with somebody and I was texting them and uh, people that I knew were like sitting in front of me, whatever. And I could tell that it was like interesting to them, but it didn't matter because whatever, it was private. They were sitting in front of me. They couldn't see it cut to hours later. Those people wind up stealing my phone. So what the, the people that were sitting what? in front of me while I was texting somebody. So they now possess my phone, uh, with all of my texts. I don't think they got into it. I'm not sure, but if they did, they definitely saw some things. And, uh, I don't know. I, th I, I yeah. hopefully they didn't, I didn't receive any text messages while they had it, <laughs> but yeah. who 
Um, but it was all like part of like a small community. So it definitely would have been like they would have known stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Pegs. I mean, there's so many things that we have to be careful about. It's like it's ridiculous. Uh, well, needless to say, now my I lock my phone, uh, and I also have the setting that if someone did get possession of my phone and they try to unlock it after ten tries, it will I have it set to it wiped out the data, and um and anything that's important. Wait, I it wipes out it. the data. That's terrible. Like, what if you're drunk trying to open your phone and it just erases everything? Well, yeah. I mean, but it's a security measure. You know, if somebody tries to unlock my phone and they can't do it in ten tries, at that point, you know, I had a, I have a set that it wipes the data completely. Now, the thing is, I have all the important data backed up. You know, in the cloud. And so I could, I can retrieve the data because I can go, you know, to those sources and download the data. But it won't be stored, you know, whatever's stored on the device, it will be wiped out. What in the hackers is this fucking app and how? What? I mean, it's, it's, still, it's a very common security feature. And it's just like in settings? Yeah, it's in the settings, yeah. Well, I don't know about Androids, but in, in, in the iPhones, yeah, you could do that. It's in the settings. All right, show um, me later. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's in one of the security settings. Um, Can you make it more than 10? Because I feel like I could fuck up 10 tries getting into my own you phone. Could, yeah, you, you could set it to whatever. You could set it to 50 tries, I think, or whatever. Or you could set it to, like, 5 tries. Yeah, if you can't um, hack me in 5 or 50, you don't deserve it. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, there there are times when you know I I will miss um, punch in you know my security code, so sometimes I have to do like three or four times because um, like if I'm doing it fast, I I'll miss it. So, but never nine but or ten. Never nine or ten. No, never get to that point. Yeah. So you've never done no. mushrooms and tried to access your phone, is what you're saying? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I did. Didn't go well, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, just before we got on this call, uh, I googled myself. and uh, TMI? Yeah. So, if you, if you google me, uh, I... I'm actually proud of this because it, it, I worked on this. I dominate the top page of the Google search results. For yourself. <laughs> Before, if you used to Google me, like I would say, you know, maybe three, three four years ago, if you Google me, um, at one point, I think the only thing you could find is my, maybe my LinkedIn page. Uh, in the search results, uh, but now you know everything. No, nope, they're all it's all me. Now, is it's it, awesome? Is it just <laughs> you say JJ Co or do you have to say JJ Co music? No, just JJ Co. If you do JJ Co music, ah, that's uh, good. 
Well, no, that's different. If it's just JJ Code, that's better than having to do JJ Code music. Like for me, if you did my name, you might find me under my name, but there's a way more famous Catherine Dunn. I've been tagged in her Facebook pictures. Um, mm. But she has my website, so we're even. Um, and uh, for for that, she's more likely to pop up when you put my name. But then if you put like comedy or improv, I'll come up. Yeah, if you do JJ Code music, it's still all me. Well, no, it yeah. would not change. It would definitely stay all. It would be more you, but for it to just be JJ Code is good. Yeah, yeah. So on the on the desktop, you you know you have like the search results, and then off to the side on the right side margin, you have like you know some other thing. That um, is just my music, and I think it's coming. Oh, uh, I think it's coming from Google Play. Um, JJ Combe, musical artist, uh, available on YouTube, Apple Music, Play Music, and uh, more music service. I'm on Deezer. I'm on. I'm on iHeartRadio. Oh, is that you? I don't Wait, know. iHeartRadio. I feel like everybody Wait. is. Isn't everybody on iHeartRadio? What the heck is iHeartRadio? Or iHeartRadio? Why is it listed? I don't know, but this isn't that interesting to listen to. No, I'm kidding. Go on. What? I'm, I'm on iHeartRadio. Oh, it got distributed to iHeartRadio also. I don't know what that means, but awesome. I know that... Um, Wait. Go on. This is weird. Yes. Oh, this is, this is wrong, though. Okay, I clicked on the link. And it says JJ Co. Okay, it has my song, but then on the top banner, uh, it says JJ Co. And then it says featuring Brian Bettis. I don't know who that is. The Bloodhounds and more. I'm like, no, that's not correct. <laughs> so there is another JJ Space Ko in music. No, 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 no. This is me, but like in the description, uh, it says featuring. Brian Bennett. Is that a person you to... know? No, no, has nothing. I, I mean, no. All right. Well, what it's happens weird. when you play it? Play it now or later? But well, like, what, um, is it? It's a I, link to a song, right? Let me see. Hold on. Let me uh, listen to this. Like maybe it's a song you did and you just didn't know the person's name, or maybe. No, this is my song. This is my song, but the description is wrong. In the description, it says featuring Brian Bettis and the Bloodhounds. That's not right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> There's got to be a way to correct that. Unless, like, they I... did a, a remix of your song. No, no, no. It's Satan. It's me. Oh, that's. That's really funny. Hmm. I wonder how that... That's weird. Okay. Yeah. So every time I white hair, like, I find a white hair, I'm like, huh. I wonder if... Um, do you pull it out? No, no, you find them. Uh, no, no, but... Because growing up, my mother used to pull out all her... Whenever she found a white hair, she would pull it out. And... Um, and I always wondered, like, why she pulled it out. And then I heard from somebody else, like, if you pull out a white hair, then, you know, two or three more grow in, a, you know, in its place. 
I don't know. I don't know if that was correct. So I know that this <laughs> is old wives tale. Old wives science. Um, because yeah. if you pull a gray hair, many other gray hairs grow back in its place. But if you pull or tweeze like leg hair, oh wait. Maybe it will grow back thicker. Never mind. I was going to say, like, then blah, blah, blah. But I think, no, 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 no. If you, if you shave, your hair will grow back thicker. That's another old wives' tale. Um, and then the other one is that if you were to, like, tweeze your eyebrows, your mustache, your even legs, like, if you were to tweeze anything over time because you're tweezing, um, it would, like, it would come back less. Like, the, the hairs would be smaller, thinner, finer, and less noticeable. So, I don't understand how if you tweeze icky parts, it comes back less. But if you pull out things that you don't want, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's fucking old that's, wives' tale. That's weird. So, if you tweeze it, then... But if you tweeze it... It gets thicker, but if you no, if you pull it, no. If you were to tweeze a hair, um, then the hair would grow back thinner, and if you were to pull a gray hair, like two or three would grow back in its place, right? Like those are the old wives' tales. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> but yeah, no. What I was saying is, every time I find a a, a white hair, uh, like not on my head, but in the house. I wonder first if I'm being cheated on, and then second, I wonder if uh, it's my body rejecting them. Like, no, I refuse uh, to age. Or if I'm just at a point in my life where, at this point, it has an equal opportunity of falling out. Like, there's an equal chance that a hair that falls out of my head will be gray or white, because it's just where you are. Hmm. I don't know. I like to think that my body's rejecting them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I know that, like, my underarm hair, I have a 29. Yeah. Um, no, I actually used to have more. Um, hmm. But I never had a lot, actually, you know. And by more, I mean, like, I don't know, a handful. Um, but, you know, and I started squeezing them out and um or pulling them i think i started squeezing and then i you know got tired of it so i started pulling now i have virtually none yeah and i don't have a lot of hair on my legs either so i never had to really like shave my legs or my underarms crazy um i had a lot of like hair removal stuff like laser or whatever the fuck it's called um, so I think I don't have to shave, but then there will be, like, random hairs, and I'm so mad at them, because it's like, I, you're supposed to be gone, like, we broke up years ago. Why are you here? <laughs> I get a random hair on my face. You know, one of those, like, really thin, but really long hairs that grow in random places? And you don't notice it until it's just long? Yeah, and then it gets caught, you know, like... Yeah, at one point you're like, wait, what's this? Yeah. And I have a hair on my face. Wait, it's not coming off. Oh, it's growing out of my hair. I'm out of face. 
I luckily yeah. don't have that, but I've seen it and I know it and it's scary. But I have like a weird one that is in my like wrist. There's just this one little hair and it's never long, but it's just like this one little hair in my wrist. It doesn't make sense. It's like dark. And then on my nose, just like my grandfather, my grandfather had one. There's like this one little hair that comes out of one of my pores and, and it's just so bizarre. Like, what the fuck? Like, why is one random extra hair that does like something that the rest of them don't do? Why are you special? Is it is it the same spot every time? Yep. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, there's something. It's a, a shelf follicle, right? Because, you know, their hair grow out of follicles. Yeah. That's the <laughs> word on the street, JJ, yes. <laughs> it's, it's a, you have a special follicle. That's what they'll have Kill you the believe. follicle. Kill the follicle and you won't have hair that has special hair anymore. <laughs> wow, that's dark. Yeah, no, I but, think you have to. They, like, yeah. there are at-home things to do that, but I don't know. I think I've gone to, like, Sephora to try them, and that hair still exists. So clearly the one time I tried it at Sephora, it didn't work for all of eternity. Yeah. I think um, I think maybe I did wax my legs at one point a few times because I wanted to, like, make it really smooth. I mean, so the, the hair on my legs, they're... I mean, I do have hair, but they're kind of like, yeah, you know what? That's what it is. I I used to have more hair on my legs. Now I have like virtually none. I can't really tell. And that also, just happened one day. My eyes are getting worse, so who knows? Maybe that you know. Huh. So you're not actually getting like any less hair. <laughs> you're just not able to see it anymore, and you're like, look at this. <laughs> Maybe no, but I'm also. I'm running my hand through it, and I don't really feel a lot. Yeah, so it's gotten very sparse. <laughs> but I, I used to have more. But after a few waxing, you know, I, I would do those home waxes. After a few times, like, oh, maybe it weakens the follicles, you know, when you're waxing. And you know, I've heard that. Thinner and thinner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's true. I, it's definitely true in my case, I think. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah. How did we get into that topic? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, because I was talking about yeah. my white hairs. That's it. I think I was talking about how yeah, like, every time right. I find a white hair, I'm like, my body must be rejecting this. You know, it's a. I I have a lot of white hair, but ever since I went red, um, I don't really notice them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I definitely should not dye my hair next. Like, I think this one failure is enough. <laughs> I was just supposed to do a trim. It's it's above shoulder. And and weird yeah. shape. It's a weird shape. Yeah, yeah. did I send you a picture? Well, Have I shown you? No, if it's a weird shape, you know, you could just do it intentionally weird. So it's like... No, it's not cool know. weird. It's just like weird i know what i'm saying is you could you could now cut it in different places so that it looks intentionally weird then it'll be cool i'm not trying to be weird jj actually you're probably <laughs> right uh i'm sending you pictures are, are you, of it as we speak are you sending it to me yeah so you can get it'd be like you were in person with me oh wow oh it's not bad you know your hair is wavy so it's 
I can't really tell that it's uneven. Ah, you're so nice. But you know it's uneven. No, I can't. I can't. If you didn't tell me, I wouldn't know. Oh. I think yeah, it's my okay. shoulders are messing me up because, like, I don't know. I don't know how anybody, like, I could probably do someone else's hair, but not my own. There, I just yeah, sent even you a picture the one, of it straight. Yeah, even the ones where you have it straightened out a bit, um, yeah, it does not look that uneven. Hmm. Well, yeah. if anybody needs a haircut. I think you're fine. Well, here's the thing, you know, no one, unless you have, like, literally, like, straight bob, you know, kind of thing, where it has to be, like, exactly, you know, straight and, you know, tight and, you know, and the same length all around, unless you have one of those cuts, um, I mean, because you're not standing or sitting still all the time, and, you know, sometimes your head's a little tilted, and sometimes you're playing with your hair or whatever, I mean, like, you know, you're not perfectly still. So it's, it's you know, and unless someone is literally staring at you, trying to figure out if your hair is uneven or not, like, you can't really tell. Nah, I'm going to get this fixed as soon as I can. <laughs> but I might also just <laughs> fix it myself, which might do the opposite of fixing it. It might just dig further. But I don't care. I, I actually kind of really enjoy it. If it. I just wish that I was good at it because it's so much fun. And I really like cutting yeah. other people's hair. If anybody wants a haircut, um, let me know. Because I want to do it. Storytelling at gmail.com. Let me know you want me to cut your hair. I want to cut your hair. Uh, I can't say that I have any credentials. But I do come from a line of hairdressers or hairstylists. Oh, so yeah. I'm, like, it's in my blood. Like, you could see what I've done to myself. And you'd realize, huh. She'd probably do a better job on somebody she could maybe. actually see access. And maybe I'll I'll have you cut my hair next time. Uh, you know, maybe before my next show. I usually cut my hair like you know maybe a couple of weeks before my show, um, so that I have a nice nice fresh haircut. Please do because I've genuinely always wanted to. I like cut one. I think I cut like a dude's hair once. Like, I, I used to shave my ex's hair, but one day the thing broke, and I had to, like, cut it with, um, what's it called? With, like, scissors and, and a comb, and I really enjoyed it because I felt like I was cutting hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, you mean, like, shaving, like, with the clippers? Yeah, that's what we usually did, but because that didn't exist, yeah. uh, because it broke mid-whatever, and we were on our way to, like, Coney Island to meet up with a dude I was into. <laughs> um. <laughs> like totally into like from the first second I saw him um yeah so then I had to like comb cut it and I did and uh the guy that I was into was like nice job <laughs> so I was happy that's all I needed to hear and my boyfriend was cool with it <laughs> anyway uh what can you where can we find you let's do some plugs now so we have time to to chat Google towards me. the end yeah, Google me. Google me. You're Googleable. <laughs> JJ Co. That's JJ Ko. Uh, JJ's my first name. Co is my last name. So you need a space in between. JJ space Ko. <laughs> That's right. Um, let me see if I put it all together. What comes up? What? Uh, wow. JJ Co. Design. Uh, that's not me. 
JJ co-designed LinkedIn. That's not me. Yeah, so if you don't put the space between JJ and Co, you get someone else. Is that JJ KO or CO? The other no, one, not JJ you. I know KO. you're KO. But the but yeah. the design company was a KO? Yes, yeah, KO. Weird. Yeah, let's take a look. JJ Co designed. I don't know why. Um, I already expect it to be about. CO. At Radio Free Brooklyn, we always welcome new neighbors. Dashi, a new American restaurant and cafe specializing in Japanese and Asian comfort food, has just opened up at 119 Ingram Street, only a few blocks from the Morgan L stop. They've got great dishes, noodles, rice, dishes, small plates, salads, and if you want a hamburger or BLT, they've got that too. They're open every day, most days from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., and you can order online from Grubhub, Postmates, or DoorDash. Check them out at dashibrooklyn.com, D-A-S-H-I-B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N.com, or stop by Dashi and pick up some food. Tell them that RFB sent you. All right, speaking of RFB... This is copy, so uh, I'm not breaking any of my personal rules. I'm reading copy, but uh, (laughs) let's do this. Friends, COVID-19 is disrupting everyone's lives now, and Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. We want you to know that we have made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our hosts, staff, and the community at large. We've closed both our studios and canceled live events, but our hosts are still doing their best to continue bringing new original programming by broadcasting live and pre-recording from their home studios or by selecting the best rebroadcasts of their past shows. With most our revenue streams evaporated, we need your help. We realize you may be hurting too, but if you can afford a small donation, it would go a long way toward helping us to stay on the air. There are three ways you can help. First, you can give a one-time or monthly donation by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org donate. There, you'll find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you to say thanks. You can also use your phone to text RFBGIVE5. That's number 5. Uh, RFBGIVE5 to 44321. It only takes a moment and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. And finally, if you shop on Amazon, you can go to Amazon.com slash smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to RFB and it will cost you nothing. No donation is too big or too small. Whatever you can afford will make a huge difference. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and wish all our listeners health and happiness as we weather the storm together. I also want to mention that you are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Dunson. I've mentioned that before. Please message me if you'd like to at dunsonstorytelling at gmail.com. We have mobile apps. So if you have an Android, go to your Google Play Store. And if you have an iPhone, go to the App Store. Y'all are smart. Figure it out. Download it. Uh, and we also have a newsletter. If that interests you, go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter and look into that. Um, yeah. I think that's all the official plugs. And I do want to say, like, you know, wash your hands, stay away from people. This is personal rules. Um, it's not coming from anywhere else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything from yeah. you, JJ? And, like, we, 
we avoided the topic except when it came to your PSAs. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had to do the verbatim read. And I, again, my rules of washing your hands, staying away from people, and uh, only visit the elderly through protection is a personal rule. It has nothing to do with anything else that might be going on right now. Yeah. By the way, speaking of washing uh-huh. your hands, so I noticed that my hands have not been sticky lately, and I realized it's because of the constant washing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, because we were talking about sticky hands earlier. I'm like, wait a minute. My hands have not been sticky for a really long time. What's going on? I'm like, oh, because I'm not constantly washing it. My hands are always yeah. sticky, <laughs> except for when they're clean. I've been washing them so hard. The blisters are so mean. I wish my hands were sticky. Oh, <laughs> I wish I could do music. Oh, man, there was like all this music in my head, and then none of it, none of it. You could hear none of the uh, instruments, JJ. <laughs> Sad for you. Well, no, but that's good. You should record that, and then, you know, we could probably make that into something. Oh, good, because I, I did. And you know what? After this, uh, we can uh, mm-hmm. fool around with some, like, karaoke. Oh, no. Whatever. Ugh. What? No, I just realized you can't hear it, so it's irrelevant. What you don't yeah. know is I'm about to play some music, oh, okay. and you won't be able to hear any of it. And I'm not going to say why I've chosen this song today, because, um, you know, Y'all can figure it out for yourselves. I will tell you, uh, really, be careful out there, guys. So, JJ, any parting words? Um, yeah, you know, keep making music. Um, and it doesn't have to be literally music, uh, whatever you consider. Just, you know, be creative. Do something fun. How's that? Everyone should do something fun. You know, one thing fun each day. I like that. Guys, yeah. do one fun thing each day. I think you said it a lot better than I did. No, I just... <laughs> I fumbled. I took what you were saying and I balled it down. And then I made it sound yeah. like, like a catch for it. Like a, like a boom, do that. I'm just neatening up. I'm just doing what Jody and Sebastian do for, <laughs> for your demos. You're taking my words and uh, making it sound better. Yeah, just, there you go. Just shining it up. Polishing it. <laughs> yeah. Are we are, are we done with the hour already? Wow. That's are no way to end time? an episode, JJ. Guys, thank you so much. Know. You've all been amazing. If you're listening, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, everyone.